Good morning, All Souls family. It's so wonderful to know that um, I'm with you this morning in your home and you with me in mine, and we get to share this little moment together. I'm going to be taking some time this morning just to share a prophetic word around what I feel that God is stirring over our church at this time. And I trust it's been a precious time for you. I trust that the last few weeks has really been um, a time where you've been able to focus in on the really important things. You've been able to be still enough to hear God's voice and you've been able to devote yourself to prayer and, and a time in God's word, which is our greatest treasure. And this is what I felt. So I've been woken up several times in the last few weeks by owls on the roof of All Souls Church. And I find it incredibly precious. Um, it's almost as if the Lord is wooing me um, as he would the bride being the bridegroom and calling us into a place of awakening in the night season. And that's what I feel like he's saying to us. I've actually been following these owls out to the church to pray because it's been so arresting and so, so beautiful all at the same time. I felt a real uh, urgency in my spirit that God is awakening us as his church to pray and to spend time with him um, and to really come close to him in intimacy in a way that we never have done before. It's a beautiful invitation uh, to stop and to be set aside, to be set apart. I feel like God is saying we are the remnant when he speaks about Am in Amos 9, uh, chapter 9, verse 9, and he says he's shaking the nations uh, as it is as is happening at this time. He says he is shaking the nations so that all can be shaken, will be shaken, but his spirit will be poured out upon all people. And I find it amazing that God is shaking us um, Another dream he's given me this last week has been around our church. And I had a very beautiful dream of the leadership of the church all being um, in a group, in a circle, uh, at a meeting. And we were all asking Chris, now what? What is the leadership structure of All Souls Church? And Chris was saying to us, it's quite simple, it's family. And we know from our Acts chapter that we read this morning, um, for, from verse 42 to 47, that it mirrors such a beautiful circle of love, intimacy, and family for us when it speaks of the breaking of bread and communion and prayer, that a sense of awe and reverential wonder came over the people at that time as they devoted themselves to prayer and unity with the Spirit. And I really... I feel that that's what God is doing in, in us at this time, that he is, he's, he's moved us into a reverential awe and a sense of wonder, knowing that he is at work. No, this virus has not come from him, but he is using the shaking to, to do something glorious in us that would bear much fruit in this season. And so the picture he has given me is a picture of the old wine and the new wine, the old wineskins and the new wineskins. We know when Jesus was challenged by the disciples of John uh, around the concept of fasting, he was asking them, why is it that John the Baptist's disciples fast and Jesus's disciples don't? And Jesus said, well, when the bridegroom is with you, you feast. And when he's taken away at that time, you will then fast. And I was so mindful of the fact that this time of isolation in the chrysalis, as it were, um, as the butterflies being formed and merged within us, 
that in fact this is a time of fasting. It might not be fasting of the eating kind, but it's certainly a certain fasting of, of humanity where we've had to really uh, rethink the ways and the habits and the behaviors that perhaps, perhaps have molded us and shaped us for many years. Um, and so I wanted to just unwrap a little bit around that picture of what Jesus' response was, where he said, And no one puts new wine into old wineskins. If he does, the wine will burst the skins, and the wine is lost and the bottle is destroyed. But the new wine is to be put in new, fresh wineskins. So this is the picture that I feel that God is giving us is a picture of new and old wineskins and an invitation to rid ourselves of the old ideas, the old mindsets, the old ways, the old patterns of behavior that don't bring us into freedom, that don't bring us into a space of grace where we know that we can be intimate with the Lord. The things that are blocks in our lives or the things that cause regression in our faith instead of advancement in growing in God's favor. And so this is uh, the image that God has given. And we might say, what about the old wineskins? Even Jesus said a little bit further on in the passage that all wine always tastes better at first, that everybody prefers the old wine. Nobody likes the new wine to begin with. But what is the new wine? The new wine is the Holy Spirit. It is the move of God wanting to refresh us, to fill our emptiness to change us from the inside out. And so we would want ourselves to be those beautiful, new, uh, pliable wineskins that uh, move with the process of God so that He in us can transform us uh, through this period of change. We don't want to stay brittle. We don't want to be like those old wineskins that are not pliable that are set uh, in a definite shape and have lost that ability to move in sync with him. And so I'm reminded again as we close that that beautiful passage in Acts that we read earlier, it was all possible because of the empowering of the new wine. It was all possible because of the power of Holy Spirit. And God is inviting us in this moment just to sit still wherever we are, to lay aside um, whatever distractions might be running around or jumping in at this time. And just give God this moment where you are. Just to say, Lord, come. And so I'm going to invite you. We're going to have a time of prayer together. We're going to ask the Lord to come and expose some of those old habits, those brittle mindsets, those shifts and those paradigms that he wants to bring. And remember, we can rest in it because he does the work. It's not up to us. It's not up to us to change us. That's the power and the glory of God. All we need to do is identify where God wants to move and give him the opportunity to work there. So often we give the Lord full access to the, the houses of our hearts, but we show him the rooms that we want him to see. And then we ask the Lord not to interfere with the rooms that we do not want him to see. And today he's inviting us into a space where we can come to him face to face like his beloved, like, his, like the bridegroom would come towards a bride. And he's saying, come to me. 
You are my remnant. You are my precious ones. You are my chosen people. You are my church. You are all radiant. You are all beautiful. And I long for your presence. Come to be found in my presence because that's where you'll be changed. So Jesus, I just thank you for your very precious children today. I thank you, Lord God, that I can ask just that your presence, Lord, would just fall upon them now in the power of your name. I thank you that you've promised, Lord, to shift and move the old and to bring in the new. And the old is sometimes far more comfortable. It's easy to be complacent. It's easy to be apathetic at times. Uh, it's easier to be blissfully ignorant of the things around us. But Lord, today you invite us into your heart, Lord. You invite us into the chamber of the King. And today, Lord, you are saying, come and rid ourselves of all the old cloaks, of all the old habits, of all the old patterns that have kept us from union with your Spirit. And so, Lord, I ask that you would give us a grace, a special grace this morning, Lord, to draw a line in the sand and to say, Lord, yes, partner with me in that pattern. Partner with me in that old habit. Partner with me in that addiction. Partner with me, Lord, in my inability to see you and my desperate need of you. Help me, Lord, in my time of weakness. And I pray, Lord Jesus, that as you fashion us in this time of isolation, that we would come back to a church that is wholly changed, not because the buildings changed, the buildings exactly where it was, but because us, the church, have been changed and transformed inside and then out. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.